section. And we are back, and okay, here we go, uh, party politics. But today, uh, we're not doing politics, of course. We are talking about the Law Party Podcast's 100th episode. So, we had fun. Uh, we have had arguments. We have had a few drinks. <laughs> a few drinks. <laughs> and uh, Only one, maybe uh, two. Uh, one or two. Uh, and we have had a good time. Uh, as I said, this is the Law Party Podcast 100th episode, and so today we're going to talk about these past three years, um, our favorite shows, guests, party game questions, and any other memories uh, about the show and uh, the time that we have been sharing with you guys that uh, we might think uh, you might enjoy hearing about. So, uh, I started with uh, young Bradbury, uh, so I think I will start on the other side of the table, with Big Dave. I don't know. There, there's, there, there's a whole bunch of interesting shows that we had. Um, I think the most uh, emotional, impactful show we had was the Memories of Rapathis. Yeah. And, you know, we, we started getting into that, and it was kind of funny because to a person that was there that day, we all kind of had issues with our fathers. We really did. And a lot of our fathers were hard on us. Um, but I think to a person in particular, and Chris and I in particular, were realized that, you know, they kind of gave us a little gravel in our gut, didn't they? Mm -hmm. You know, they, they didn't just put up with our shit. They told us our shit stank and that you need to get your shit together. And if you don't do this, you don't do that, you ain't going to get nowhere. And at times they even gave up on us. But in the long run, you know, what we learned from them, and our grandfathers too, I think that came in conversation. Yeah. You know, our ancestors kind of shape us into the men that we are today. Absolutely. Uh, very much so. In fact, I, that's part of my morning prayers. I, I thank God for my ancestors because they made me the man I am today. And so, you know, that was very impactful. Uh, and we all kind of sat around afterwards and looked at each other and went, wow. You know, <laughs> hey, that, that wow, was wow, where did all that come from? That, yeah. that, that really dredged up some different shit yeah, in us here, you know? You know, and I, and I will say, you know, from week to week, you know, when I try to come up with these topics, uh, it really, like on the surface, they can seem... Um, you know, they can seem frivolous, but really what I'm trying to do is craft uh, craft a conversation, you know, curate a conversation that's going to uh, be revealing for everybody. You know, you're going to reveal some things to yourself. You're going to reveal some things to the panel. And then, of course, we're going to be revealing things to people out there in podcast land. And so you reveal a little bit of your inner. Yeah. I mean, you inner stuff there, you know. Absolutely. And inner stuff's not always always easy to reveal. It's not always pretty, and but... sometimes it kind of gets yanked out of you, and all of a sudden you're going, well, I'm talking about some shit I ain't talked about in a long time. So, you know, that, that was impactful in that way. Uh, uh, our, our, I, I got to go to our interview with Max Groove. Max, <laughs> um, 
Max. Max was certainly a cold personality. I got finished telling the whole story of the deal. We got Max did it. And Mario bought him a, uh, he drinks a double uh, Bombay yep. Sapphire. Yes. Two lines squeezed, one line on top. And I, he, so Mario bought him the first one, and I went down and bought him two more during the process of it. And it was a rousing podcast. Uh, him and Chris had a great discussion on some of the different production that's a, that's things. A that's a good word. That's a good word. Rousing. Studios and different things. And, you know, Chris being in the, in the video and, 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 and industry, he really understands a lot of those things. He got very introspective there. But, uh, you know, he, he was a F-bomb dropping, a um, little bit of a wild guy, and he had some great stories about, you know, how coming up with Count Basie and different things like that. But we got done with the podcast, and he turns around and looks at everybody and says, Who's taking me to dinner? <laughs> everybody just kind of turned around and there I stand. <laughs> I said, man, like, don't make eye contact. I said, you know, I've already got this guy two drinks, so this is going to get him costing me some money, and I know it. I said, where do you want to go eat, Max? Oh, I don't know where you want to go eat. And I said, well, I don't want to eat here. I just had dinner here the other day, so where do you want to go? We started tossing out some ideas, and we decided on Anton's, which is a wonderful steakhouse here in Kansas City, down 16th of Maine. So we get in his sob, and he's driving. And we're going down there, he goes, man, we got to take a couple hits. I got one hitter here. We got to take a couple hits. We got to take a couple hits with me. So we get down to Anton's, and I take a couple hits with him, and we go in. And there's the hostess with the mostest. The hostess with the mostest got sparkly eyeshadow on, sparkly lipstick on, and a low-cut brows, and she's bountiful. And she says, oh, you're Max Groove. I know who you are. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> here we go. Max is drunk and this is going to get ugly real fast. So fortunately she took us upstairs and there was only one other group of people up there and she set us up against the back wall and Max got her over there and uh, was getting pretty damn friendly with her. And the waitress was smart enough to stand back and kind of observe all of this. And so as, 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 as she was going along, you know, talking to her, next thing you know, she said, well, you know, I go to sleep listening to Max Groove every night. And Max came right out and said, good, we're going to fuck. And I'm going, uh-oh, now i got a real problem. You know, what, what, what do I do here? Do I smack him down now, or do I kind of let this girl go for a while and learn about drunk old men and how you don't do things like that? So about the time he stuck his finger down on cleavage, I went, hey, Max, you know, it's time to order a drink. <laughs> and got his attention away for her, and she escaped. And the waitress was smart enough not to get too close to him through the whole drink. And, of course, I didn't drink anymore. I was buzzed. I don't need to drink anymore. And, uh, of course, he had another Bombay Sapphire or two. And we ordered up some steaks. And that man had a bone-in ribeye. He wanted to get the 24-ounce porterhouse for, like, 90 bucks. And I'm going, that ain't going to happen. And we sat down and we ate, and the waitress was coming in, and the hostess, the mostess, came back up and stood about 15 foot away and says, is everything okay here now? And I said, we are fine. And she got away quick. I never saw her again. I've never seen a man go after a steak and a bone in hand like that in my life. <laughs> By the time he got done, he was eating that thing. I haven't seen a dog go after a steak like that in a while. <laughs> We ate that, and then I had to ride back to the Majestic with Max. Whew. 
All so, right. so we're at five or six devils now? Oh, yeah. And Mass is driving and keeps trying to go up wrong way streets. Oh. Plus, we're running down Main Street trying to avoid the streetcars. So, fortunately, I managed to get up here again and uh, managed to get my truck. And it was, it was only about 9, 9.30 to get myself home. But I've, I've never been one to shy away from experience with somebody, you know. And, and Max, with, with, all of his, uh, with all of his bad issues, also has a lot of good issues. And, you know, he's a hell of a musician. He really is very much an innovator. You know, he's really the godfather of smooth jazz. And uh, I don't have a whole lot of problems with him, but uh, it made for an interesting evening, and it ended up costing me over 300 bucks. <laughs> I remember Ooh. the text that night. Uh, yeah, I do remember the text <laughs> that night. Ah, good gravy. So Max who, Groove. Should I know Max Groove? Uh, you will probably get to meet Max Groove, because I am more than positive he wants to come and do the show again. Uh, I just haven't invited him is yet. Like, is he like a radio personality or? Um, no, he's uh, he's kind yeah, of a recording. He's a local really? jazz legend, yeah. but he's done, he's recorded nationally. He performed with Count Basie. He's he's got he's got some stories for you, boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got great yeah. stories. Chris, you know what's funny for me? It, it's less about specific moments and more about uh, where it started and where it is now right uh and not just the show itself but uh the people who have been on here so one of the things i love about the format of the show is there's been a fairly consistent core of people who, uh, who have been here and then it's pretty open to let people like max come in and out and for the better and the worse you know mm -hmm. at times but uh it's funny like just just the opportunity to get to know people in a way you thought you already knew them and you like chatting with them and you're hanging out with them and then you sit down at the table and start talking about stuff and you find out, wow, they think this, they think that, it's completely different. Uh, or they'll tell you something going on personally and you're like, wow, I wouldn't have thought that. So there have been some, there have been a lot of great times I've been up here and there have been a lot of times where people were going through something tough up here uh, and you kind of figure a lot of that stuff out uh, as you're going through it. So. For me, that'll always be the thing I take away the most is just the journey of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's been the most remarkable thing. Yeah. So. Uh, I will essentially second exactly what they just said. Uh, the uh, Memories of Our Fathers episode was incredible. Um, I, I often uh, think back to it and uh, remember that I'm extremely blessed to have the father that I have uh, because of that discussion and why I am the person I am because of, of what he taught me. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, with Chris as well, like uh, having all these conversations up here and realizing how we're very different in a lot of ways, but we're all the same as well. What, what was always cool about the club though is that, and even when Scotty was here, yeah. mm -hmm. we'd get up here and, and, and sit at the bar and have a drink and a smoke. Mm -hmm. Hey man, we can talk about anything. With oh, yeah. And that's the one thing that's different about this this bar and this club than any other place you'll ever I don't think there's go. any other bar in Kansas City where you can belly up and talk with somebody who's completely different from you and have it go pretty goddamn great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because a lot of other places, like, you know, you know the old adage, they, they, it's uh, no religion, no politics, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, that is... All, all rules that we break on the regular <laughs> at the Bitter Gas Club. Yes, and that's. But it never goes off the rails no. up here. That's because everybody knows. 
And it kind of went, and that's kind of where the Law Party podcast evolved out of in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, but, yeah, those kind of those conversations. On the couch and shooting shit with each other, and yeah, it's kind of like you know, hey man, we all got some pretty cool stories and interesting things that we talk about, mm-hmm. laugh about, and cry about even. So yeah, you know, yeah. that's why I firmly believe I have one of the best jobs in the universe because I get to witness all that and uh, and tell people like, you know, what I do and who I work with. Like, yeah. everybody's yeah. cool and yeah. it's awesome. So, I'd like to thank you all for, you know, having me be a part of that. It's, it's phenomenal. It's changed my life. Um, it's the first job I've ever had that I actually, like, love coming there and, and, and doing what I do. Um, and so, this show's a part of that. And I will, and I will say, uh, for anybody out there who, who has never been to the Pendergast, and I'm sure that's most of the, the listeners out there, if you ever get to Kansas City, you get to come to the Pentagast and meet Ben. Before you were up here, how many years were you bartending? Not even a year. Uh, Nine and, months. And I, and I will say this. Uh, you know, Ben has turned into a hell of a craft bartender. Uh, and we've, we've, we've been witness to the transformation, uh, you know, to the point that, you know, there are, there are signature cocktails that only Ben makes uh, up here in the bar. Like, uh, uh, I think Big Dave may be sipping on right now uh, yes, his, rum his rum old-fashioned. A little is, bit um, of extra cinnamon spice and some other things. That's, a, that's a, you yeah, know, and, so. And that's the cool thing is that I come up here and, and look at Ben or even Kenny's when he's up here and go, make me something. Yeah. I have a. Uh, you know what so, my flavors are. You know kind yeah. of what I like, and make me. That's something. almost. That's most of my clientele. And that's. And fun. because of that, I've made you know, hun- like. You have to stretch. The they of, they make of, you grow. Of uh, mm-hmm. just inventing cocktails, but what I like about the fact that you're drinking the rum old fashioned, is that was the first. That was the first cocktail I ever made that I was proud of, and I still stand by it. And I'm glad that I've sold so many of them because. That's awesome. I still have, uh, well, you remember Jordan uh, Carver, uh, occasionally he will stop by, and that's exactly what he drinks. And every time he does, he's... Who's that? Jordan, Jordan. the the ex-GM, coming to the Raphael. Yep, yep, yep. So if he comes by, that's what he drinks. And uh, he's just like, man, man, this is (laughs) really good. And every time I revisit it and taste it myself, I'm like, yep, (laughs) this is really, really good. Yeah. So you all, you all have been a part of that, and this podcast has been a part of that. Um, and then one other uh, mention, and you can edit this little sentence out. Who is the guy who did the uh, the cartoon voices? Yeah, yeah, Marvin the Martian. Oh, Roy. Uh, Roy. Roy. Yeah, yeah. rapping Roy. 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 Roy Scott, right? Yeah. Yeah. Roy yeah. Scott. Whenever Roy Scott did Marvin the Martian, shout out to Roy Scott. I lost my shit. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh yeah. 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 So I just wanted to remember that moment because yeah, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, very, very entertaining. Uh, one of the twenty-one, <laughs> one of the uh, twenty-one questions, questions, and he uh, and he busted out the Marvin Martian voice, which what was, was what was the question? Was it like something? What's that, a uh, talent that right. no one oh, yeah. would know you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's a talent that you have that most people would know that you have? And, uh, and, and, was, uh, and he said, I can, he said I can do voices. And we were like, really? He was like, it, what, like what? He said, I can do Marvin and Marsha. We were like, really? And he did a perfect Marvin To see Roy, you would not have thought. Yeah. You there's would. no way that voice should have come out of him. Yeah. yeah no, it, was ama- it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, young Bradbury. 
What do we think? Um. And just so you know, out there, podcast land, Roy, uh, Roy, he, uh, you, you got him in my head now. Um, Jordan uh, is the newest of the people who are sitting at this table today, so uh, his his memories uh, may be slightly different than everybody else's. So, well, while we mentioned Jordan, let's not forget Adrian too. Oh, absolutely. we ended up having to take a job for Monday nights, but he'll be back. But oh, Adrian absolutely. and Jordan kind of came in about, uh, about the same time. time yeah. Both been valuable assets. Absolutely. So what do we think? Ah, man. Um, it's tough. Well, I'll go back I- to... Oh, go ahead. I was going to do some cricket sounds. For no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I thought of something. I, I'm going to go back to last week. Okay. Where the anonymous female told me, schooled me on... <laughs> the, unintentionally. Unintentionally. The Marvel <laughs> history. Um, and, and I've actually... And not starting with Black Panther. Correct. Not starting with Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther, um, and I've actually talked to some people, and I've I was I've been able to pull some cards on my own. Like, hey man, are you you really know what you're talking about? Do you know about? I, said, I, I don't know. What are you talking about, man? I said, well, you need to go check out Wikipedia. There's a, there's a long line <laughs> of movies you need to be watching. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so that that stands out. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's definitely been. I think the one that probably stands out uh, that you were at that you were just like, this is all just blowing my mind was when Lane was here talking about financial stuff. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember specifically what it was he was talking about. But, I think but you were like, I need to, I need to know more about this. I need to be writing this down. Yeah. We need to talk after this. I cannot yeah. remember what it was specifically, but we were talking about just um, the way the market is and, you know, blah, blah. But it was, yeah, you were, yeah. You were like... Yeah, Lean I was on forward. Yeah, I was on in. He said something about him going to West Point and some other stuff that he's done in his past. And I was like, wow, yeah. that's, wow that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, so last week's just kind of jumping out to me. I talked to the wife about it, so we've got a plan to go back and watch those movies um, so I can get a full understanding on, on what I'm getting myself into. So, so. she's into, like, she she's. Is. Yeah, she knew we'll a lot more than too. I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. So. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, but no, that jumped out because I'm able to kind of give some people some shit about it myself. <laughs> and I don't know anything. But it's, when you ask, you kind of, people, a lot of people that I've asked do not know. I yeah, mean, well, just, the funny thing is they may have and... seen one, they may have seen two or three yeah. other movies like oh, just over the course of time. But didn't really realize that all these movies go together yeah. the way that they go together. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you know when you realize that uh, uh, Infinity War is the 18th movie in this story that that is going to span 20 years. Yeah, and it's a it's only the halfway point. Yeah, and it's only a half, right. Like, but it, I think they also have said they're rethinking doing the phases, like doing... Yeah, they they have doing, some that are slated up to 2020, but then they're rethinking doing doing it this way. Uh, hmm. So Now, one just dropped last weekend, right? Avengers. That was in... Infinity. That was, that was in, Infinity. Avengers yeah, Infinity, Infinity, Infinity Wars. Okay. Infinity Wars. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, my antennas are up definitely now, and I'm a little bit more in tune. So when I hear people talk, I can kind of just from what you all have said, mm-hmm. I know if they're legit or not with the way they talk about it. Yeah. Story. Are they a real fan, or did they yeah. start watching with Black Panther? And, and, and I think a lot of <laughs> the people I've spoken with, Black Panther is where they start. Oh yeah. I mean, it, well, and, you know, and and you know, no, mm-hmm. you know, no shade or whatever, but yeah. you know, a lot. No, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of Black people in particular. Yeah. Just they may have seen a couple of the other movies, but really, really not. They no. didn't get interested until Black Panther. Yeah, no, I so. am Groot. And I, res- <laughs> I respect the buy-in, you know, that you all have, and um, the fact that you just flat out know what you're talking about. I mean, there's just so many things that you hear, you never really know. Hey, is this is this BS? Is it real? But when you get somebody that's authentic and they know. Um, they have some kind of, you know. We probably bore people with. Oh yeah, I'm sure. It. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we no, do. But I, I respect that. I but respect that. Uh, you know, I've always been of the school of uh, <clears throat> if you know, share. If you don't yeah. know, shut up. <laughs> you yeah, know, for sure. or at least ask questions because sure. you don't really know. Yeah. And uh, I've always been kind of amazed at the amount of people who they do a lot of talking but they don't know what they're talking about I do have to say though um, I mean we said that you you wouldn't understand the rest of them but Black Panther is an origin story so there isn't as much um, there's things that happen and they reference and if you see them you don't know you're missing the reference Mm. so it's not that you couldn't watch it out of order but if you're really going to do it, you should watch it. You should watch it. The yeah. way that, you know. I just respect it. And, and also, I, the, the takeaway, it's not really, I guess, tied to the movie itself, but I just appreciate how you all have something that's yours mm-hmm. that you can, like, <laughs> you're both interested in. Oh, yeah. Because uh, there's couples out there, like, they really don't like each other. You know no, what I mean? No, <laughs> it's no, like, no, they, no. they don't have something. So I yeah. appreciate that. And. No, the I mean, Marvel, he's Marvel, all right. Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, now Marvel movies and Star Wars movies. Yeah, that's cool. We we love them, and uh, and we will. Uh, we if, just, it, if it at all if at all possible, we're probably going opening weekend to see whatever it is because we really do. Yeah, that's cool. But I think that comes from our. Uh, we talked about it over the weekend, our childhood. You know, my parents, you know, they didn't have a lot of money. That was the one thing that they could do. We would go to the drive-in and watch, you know, at least, I don't know how often we did it, but I I just remember that as being something good from, yeah. you know, and, and doing it as a family. And Mario's mom did the same thing with him. You know, they would go see movies and that was their thing together and yeah what well, so, was it's funny because we were talking um uh, a few days ago and she was saying she was thinking she probably didn't think she was ever going to meet a guy who enjoyed shopping but i don't one think of i the th- said that but, but one of the things that i <laughs> not not in that way as long as it's shoes well one of the things that no, no, no. one of the things that i we used to do when i was growing up was like I said, we didn't have a lot of money, so a lot of times we would, just for entertainment, we you know go to the mall, and we you know window, be, window shop. Yeah, we window shop yeah. and look around, and maybe my mom might buy a pair of like stockings or something for work, and 
and that might be the only thing we actually bought. But we spent the time together. Maybe we had lunch, and then you know, on a on you know on a good week when there was some extra money, we'd go to we go to the movies, and and that's what we did. And then they bought a lot of movies too. Like my my mom and pop, um, God rest them. They they had. Um, you know, huge, not just plastic bins, but huge plastic bins. Mm-hmm. Three or four of them, full of VHS tapes. I was going to say, yeah. Full of VHS <laughs> Because of like, we bought, we <laughs> bought tons of movies. So we spent, so that's how we spent time. That's how we bonded. And then, of course. Well, and we did, I, um, I passed that on to my children. Like, we always had... You know, they would come over or whatever and spend the weekend and we would have movie night. They expected that. Like, what are we going to watch? What are we going to go see? Where, you know, and it just, that was the time that we really got to spend as a family. Mm -hmm. So it, it just, yeah, it just, there's a lot of things that we like together, but yes, yeah, that is a, that is a, you know, he was actually really shocked at how much I knew about, uh, comic movies yeah yeah i was i was quite shocked because <laughs> most girls say they he's do trying to tell me something and i'm like whoa dude uh no let's back this up you're like way over here and it's actually over here and he was like what <laughs> like because like, yeah because sometimes like sometimes if if you if you meet somebody and you're trying to talk about something you you, you just try to go over the surface of it because you you're fairly sure they don't know, and yeah, Jackie shocked me on more than a few occasions. I oh yeah, yeah, just her knowledge of of uh, of like of Star Wars and comic movies and ca- and, and cars mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, old. School oh yeah, ga- that surprised him. Old school gangster rap. Yeah, it, like, well, even his friends were like, we went and saw Straight Outta Compton, and um, one of his. Um, girlfriends in Chicago was like, what'd you think about it? And I was like, I loved it. It was so great. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, so then she, (laughs) at another time, she asked Mario, you know, what did she really think? And he was like, she knew, she knows more of the words to easy than I do. (laughs) And I'm just like, these are little things that you just don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose if you just saw Jackie on the street, you wouldn't assume that, you know, she rolled around with, with Easy E blasting. Okay. <laughs> I did. But but she did. Uh, so, and that, of course, brings us to the artist formerly known as. I want her to think of something. What? Remember the year anniversary when we had it downstairs? And we had the whiskey tasting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I got yeah. all emotional. Exactly. I want you to talk about that. That, that was a special night, too. Um, it was. It was because the people that were there um, supported Mario through this and through the whole year. And it was, it was really nice to see. And yeah. yeah, I really yeah, it was and great. we and we got and we free had whiskey rum- tasting out of it. Whiskey and, tasting, well, and, I ma- and I made the rum cake. Yeah, oh yeah, you did. You made oh okay. So uh, for anybody <laughs> out there in podcast land, um, I'm so sorry that the vast majority of you out there in podcast land will never get the experience 
uh, and we will wind up doing it uh, for the for the for the show for a panel one day. I wish I would have thought about it today. <laughs> but uh, Jackie makes a ridiculously good uh, rum cake. Uh, it can get you. It really can get you drunk. <laughs> Um, oh, my, I think one of my most it's memorable rum in the cake is rum in the glaze. It's just it's amazing. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, one of my most memorable ones when, was when we had um, Megan and uh, Leon uh, on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. they talked about blanket their, undercover. Yes, that, that interview. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that was, I mean, I think that it was just a continuation of we heard them speak um, at. Shelf Life, yeah. another event a, that yeah, we... A friend, a friend of ours does a, a show every other month called Shelf Life here in Kansas City. And uh, we had just heard them speak. Um, the So we tape on They Monday. did a year of experience where they went to Burning Man and they went to a Trump rally. And um, it was just a... They were just really neat women, one. Didn't they go to Kansas City Artists to... Uh, I, I think it's one of them. I think it's yeah. one of them. I think Megan, or maybe it might have been Leon, but um, but they're very they're even now like Megan produces movies and you know it just um, yeah, they're all avant garde people. Yeah. Yes, but they're just at that mo that time was kind of when I was starting with the women's group at work and we were having it was you know during Trump's during the Trump and Hillary you know clashing and it was just a good episode to hear other women just speak about women's rights and such yeah, you know it, it was good it was good to have other women on the panel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. i'll say that <laughs> there you go there you go uh it, i i uh I thought about this a lot, and I don't know if there was one particular show that um, actually, I mean, every show that you guys have mentioned have definitely been standouts, um, but I don't know if there was one particular show that, uh, that I just have to um, highlight, but, you know, the... The experience of doing the show, I think, for me, is probably the biggest thing. Um, I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about, you know, everybody that's on the panel. I think all of our, uh, you know, friendships have grown and gotten a lot closer and a lot tighter, you know, uh, over the course of the past few years doing it. So for me... Um, I think that's my takeaway. You know, um, you know, I've gotten gotten to know this this motley crew and uh, and and really, you know, grown to love everybody because you know everybody's such good people, and no matter how different our takes are on the world, um, we have a very similar view on family we have a very similar view on friendship we have a, so so those things have uh, have definitely stood out to me and and there are definitely segments that uh, and I think we, we talked about them earlier that you know I, I used to love I used to love the 21 question segment um, it took a while to get around the table 
doing 21 questions. Yeah, but there were some long podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But, well, we but, had a lot more people then, too. That yeah, were. But, but it was really a good time, and, uh, and I really enjoyed the shuffle, and uh, I am going to find a way to bring the shuffle back because um, that was that was the first kind of segment that I came up with and I really loved loved doing it because I'm such a such a music fan and uh, like I said I definitely am going to find a way to bring bring the shuffle back but uh, I bet since we've done that our tastes have probably shifted a little bit too I don't mind have. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. And look, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, some of the, uh, <laughs> some of the, uh, some of the, just some of the best and funniest um, you know, moments were during that first year when we were doing the during doing the shuffle and you know and being really surprised at some of the stuff that you know when people shuffle through their phone what what came up you know especially when. Uh, like when Teeman was here, you'd be surprised because Teeman was definitely the oldest member of the panel. He, yeah. he was in his upper sixties when when we started the show, and uh, and you know they yeah 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 they great, they, great they, taste of music yeah great taste of music. Whenever, remember the first YouTube uh, playlist I had? Up oh there yeah, 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 with yeah. Uh, sort of the the jazz hip hop fusion I was I was putting out. Dave was just like, man, this is. Fantastic! This is right up my alley. I was yeah, like, and, nice, I, and I be yeah, and I was yeah, I was often shocked because when we did the shuffle, half the time a rap song would pop up on Dave's playlist, yeah. and uh, and he actually wanted to talk about Jay Z and Kanye and stuff like that, yep. and that always surprised me. Old, so, old white dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I I think um, you know you and I even before you started the first episode. You know, we had many, many conversations um, about what you thought it would look like and the direction you wanted it to go and um, just little, you know, it's, it's not anywhere near that now, but I think it went in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I think where I originally was thinking the show was going to go versus where it is now is definitely not the funny thing is it's definitely not the same show that I thought of but it's definitely the show that I want to be doing so I'm really really uh, happy uh, with with how how the show has grown and and you know the directions and you know the, the 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 panel who's been here from day one and then you know, then the guests who've come in and out, and you know, I've, you know, and 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 I do think truly that it only it can only get better, it can only mm-hmm. go up, it can only get bigger and better guests, um, you know, stopping through and and uh, and you know, I am uh, you know happy and humbled to be at episode one hundred and uh, and uh, you know definitely looking forward to. Uh, you know what new twists and turns you know you know 101 through how many ever uh you know it it, it will take so um yeah party game questions 
And now that's actually really difficult because, like I say, I really enjoyed um, just Twenty One Questions in general, you know. But uh, but some of my favorites were like you know if if you were super, if you had a superpower, what would it be? And, you know, <laughs> just stuff like that because it's just uh, it's it. Those are questions that are fun, but they're really revealing, and I really enjoy those kinds of questions in general. And, you know, hearing. You know, uh, you know what I always wanted to say. Hmm. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lie, though, Dave. Be, you probably <laughs> did do it. <laughs> you probably did do it. It would be X-ray vision because I like the ladies. <laughs> Just saying. And it keeps going back to Dave liking ladies. But uh, I digress. Yeah, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. We'll be right back. Hey, you having a good time? Let me introduce you to a couple of my media brothers. First, www.americathemixtape.com, a cipher on American politics, society, and culture. And where'd I get that mixtape? Of course, www.cornerbodega.us, purveyors of urban culture. Come on, let's get back to the party. Uh, and we are back, and uh, before we get out of here, we're going to talk about today's uh, sugar honey iced tea. And for those that don't know, these are things that I or a member of the group have found that are really cool, a.k.a. the shit. Um, and today's sugar honey iced tea is sticking with it. Uh, when you have a dream or a goal, the most important thing that you need to remember is that if you stick with it, you can do anything and you can get to your destination. Um, I'm not gonna even say that I feel like I'm at my destination, but I do feel that because, uh, you know, I've stuck with it. Um, we've seen the Loft Party podcast grow. We've seen um, some actually fairly cool uh, uh, merchandise pop up from it. We've seen uh, some uh, really cool and uh, at times uh, rousing, that's a good word, uh, uh, guests pop up from it. And, um, and the only thing that I could possibly wish is that it keeps on happening. It keeps on being rousing. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast in a way and our podcast, and that is with the toast that started it off for me, and that is to good times with good people.